Hi, I'm David Kaplan, and you're listening to the Sports Talk Live podcast. Enjoy the show. We have bold buckets tonight on NBC Sports Chicago. They look to stop their two-game slide. They host one of the top teams in the East, the Raptors. Mark, Kendall, Will, and Stacy have pregame live at 6.30. Neil and Stacy have the call at 7. Bears head coaching search officially underway. Ryan Pace had his first interview with Vic Fangio today. The thinking is Pace might go offense. But could a defensive-minded coach be the Bears' best option? Would Ted and George allow that? And the baseball hot stove is ice cold. But could things finally be picking up again? Jake Arrieta reportedly wants six years. The Cubs reportedly could offer four. Would that be a wise move for Theo and company to make? And welcome in to Sports Talk Live, presented by the Chevy Silverado. For staying warm out there, you had a good day. I'm David Kaplan. Panel for today's show from the Sun Times. He is Patrick Finley from 670. The score. He is Nick Shepkowski. And looky, looky, who's here? The host of the Dan McNeil Unsupervised Podcast, available at RadioMisfits.com. He is my friend. Your friend, radio star, he is Dan McNeil. Great to have wow, you here. Wow, that's quite a buildup, given that I haven't great, invited great you to, to join here, me on the podcast. Let me know. Shep really embraces the profanity allowances whenever he comes on, so we'll see if we can get you on to bend a little rulage now and again. Look forward to it. Yeah. All right, let's get started with the Chicago Bears. They had their first interview today, and that was with current D.C., Vic Fangio. Your thoughts as you look at this search do you have any faith they're going to get this right? No, they're the Bears. I've been here for many Bears coaching changes, and I think it's an organization that has never learned from past mistakes. And let's go back to prior to the Marquette Tressman hire in 13 when they had an opportunity to hire Bruce Arians, and they didn't like the defense he wanted to run. They didn't want his coordinator. They're going to do it their way. You go back to what they tried to do when they hired Dave McGinnis in 99. i got to talk fast. It's only a half an hour, and they've had a lot of egregious mistakes historically. They told Dave McGinnis to lie to your assistant coaches. We're only going to guarantee them two years. You're going to tell them they'll be paid for four. That's a big part of the reason that deal blew up. No, I don't trust the Bears. I don't trust Coach George. I don't trust Coach Ted. And whoever they get in here is going to be stuck with the same sad sack franchise that if it were a restaurant, it would go out of business quickly. <laughs> How quickly? Follow that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I'm just going to kick this back to you. Do I think they're going to get the right guy? I don't know. I think the guy that they want is an offensive mind, somebody who will be the head coach but also be the play caller that will give them some stability in terms of nobody's going to come steal him the way uh, they stole uh, uh, Adam Gase. With Vic, Vic is really interesting to me, and not because I think he'll be the head coach here, but because you needed to interview him to get him to talk to you again. Uh, if you said no to a head coach interview, he'd be gone. Uh, if you're hiring a young coach, a coordinator on a team that's in the playoffs, which is what this is probably going to be, you need to assemble a staff and you need to do it on the fly. If half your staff is defensive guys who can stick around because Vic is here and they're going to keep doing what they do, I mean, to me, that's a pretty good formula. You're already paying him a lot of money, or you did pay him, he's going to be a free agent. You know, do you give Vic enough of a raise to make that all work? 
because, you know, there's a semblance of a good idea in there somewhere. You know, whether it came from George or Ted or Ryan, uh, I can't answer to that. Probably Ryan. But to me, that would make the most sense. Are you going to well, – I can't – Shep. Jump in. Fine. Uh, are you You've been away from the that? airwaves long enough. Jump in here, Danny. <laughs> I have football blue – no, I won't well. go um, you going to tell your next head coach yeah, who his defensive there. coordinator is? Are you going to make the same mistakes well, you just made? Right, five that you years did ago? with with Mirinelli when he was when they wanted to retain him and everything under Lovey. My question is, who speaks in that building? Who has any power or authority in that building that gives you any confidence in anything? Because Ryan Pace had to make his first firing the other day, and he was a deer in headlights up there, no doubt, scared down. I mean, it was going down his leg. You could see him up there answering questions. George McCaskey, anytime he speaks, he sounds like he's in a funeral home for whatever reason. And Ted Phillips just. Keep the microphones and cameras away because you're more embarrassed with the franchise each time you yeah, open the I would be shocked yeah. if you went to pick the name, Filippo, Nagy, McDan, pick who, Shermer, whoever you want. You go, hey, man, we're letting you know we're keeping Vic. Yeah. If I'm that guy, Tails you know what off. I'm saying? Here's the Deuces. old salute. You're number but one. If I, but See if I'm Filippo, I'm a 39-year-old er, quarterback's coach who's been an offensive coordinator for one year. Uh -huh. To me, maybe having that experienced guy – balances me out perfectly. Whether it's the guy forced on you or, or not is something you'd have to finesse, obviously. By the way, here's our poll question. The Bears have to hire an offensive coordinator as their new head coach. Again, go to NBCSportsChicago.com slash vote. Yes to help Mitch. No, get the best guy or hire Ditka. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know, I've, I've only gotten one Ditka email. I'm very disappointed in the fan base. I've only gotten one in the last three days. Uh, you know, can I add to the mix here? Vic Fangio, during his run as the Bears defensive coordinator, never made a lot of us forget about Buddy Ryan. When did you see his teams establish an identity defensively? What have we been complaining they about? Were about the they, were right. they were incredible. They were good. They were top ten. They're top, what, ten. top what, ten. What did you not see them do the first? We had a coach here a few years ago who loved fractional math. The first quarter of this past season, the Bears were only only worse. That one team was worse, and that's Cleveland to takeaways the first month of the season, and until they played Cincinnati. When Eddie Jackson stripped the ball from AJ Green, I jumped out of Mike, and I bet. I bet the other way. But <laughs> I was so happy to see a Bears defender get to the football with rude intentions and punch it out of here. And if Coach George were paying attention when Peanut Tillman was playing here, he might have noticed that. Take a break from the suite. Take a break from the lots where you're enjoying all the fans. And same thing with Coach Phillips. Pay attention to what's going on with the product you have. If they would have done that, they would have known that creating turnovers it can be a way of life when your offense is pedestrian. So I, I said on the radio earlier, right. there are other – I haven't – people may forget this. There are other good defensive football coaches in the sport. Sure. Vic Fangio is not the be-all well, and, and I think, And I think fans mm -hmm. after the Mel Tucker years – by the way, Mel Tucker's turned out just fine. Uh, the, after yeah, the Mel, D.C. at Georgia. I, yeah, apparently the Bears are the only common denominator here when it comes to failing. Uh Fans were so just disillusioned by the Mel Tucker stuff that I think now they're grabbing onto Vic like he's our only defensive savior, like there aren't other guys out there. I just think the continuity with Leonard Floyd, with Eddie Jackson, you know, Akeem Hicks is the best he's ever been. I mean, you want to keep that going. I think the Bears would like to find a way to try. It's a step in the right direction, but let's not act like this, like, like he, you said. This is not like it's a world-breaking defense. Right. It's it's one that you look Perish at a secondary. The thought Vic Fangio leaves. <laughs> but you look at a secondary. <laughs> with you. That the entire thing We're the under two Lovey idiots. Smith Everyone's was, looking at us like those two guys don't know what they're oh, talking about. That's always. But, 
I digress. But with it, you have a whole secondary that still doesn't take the ball away. Kyle Fuller, this fascination with him of, oh my God, can't let Kyle Fuller walk in this fourth year. He finally figured it all out. He's still a guy that if he gets a hand on a ball, he can't take it away. How many interceptions did he have? Two all season long? Like the, Those are missed opportunities. I still think this, de- this defense is good. By no yeah, means is there not. anything like special or amazing no, about it, it that you look at and you're like, that's what dominates. Which pass rusher have they developed? Leonard Floyd? Maybe, but he's Velcro when he gets a larger mammal lined up against yeah, he can him. Stay healthy, maybe. And what do you do when you don't have good pass rushers? You have to you take chances. You have to attack. Get a blitz. Didn't do that. Boy, forget an idea of ever watching a Bears game again if they don't saddle the next head coach with the Hall of Fame-bound Vic Fangio. All right, here's my other question. They're going to have Ted and George accompany Ryan on the initial interview. So I made some calls today. I talked to two GMs who have taken teams to the Super Bowl. Not named Jerry Angelo, by the way. And I said, let me ask you a question. When you do a coaching search, and they've done a number of them, did you ever take the owner with you? And both guys said to me, that's ludicrous. They get involved on the final interview. He said, I would go out myself. I'd interview Dan, I'd interview Nick, I'd interview Patrick, and six or seven other guys. Then I'd whittle it down to three guys. And I'd say, you three, I want you to come to Chicago, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I'd say to Ted and George, I'd like you to sit in and meet my three finalists. Then I would tell them, I picked that guy, and here's who I'm hiring. He goes, the first interview, you got to be able to speak frankly about the strengths and weaknesses in your building. You can't do that if your owner and your president are sitting next to you. Right. You know, on the idea of, I just, I just can't help but grin when I think of the Bears flying somebody to Chicago, and Ron Rivera won't get mad on at me Southwest, for saying this. Way. He flew in coach when he came in for his Rooney Rule interview with the Bears many years ago. Well, he was That's a co- how the Bears operate. He was a coach. Maybe the Bears just said, hey, he's a coach, coach. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, it's incredible. I wonder where they took him for lunch. Maybe there was a Bennigan's nearby. Well, just, well, I mean, this on. is the same regime, though, that who was the 49er a couple years ago that paid for his own airfare to get here, and that left the Bears all impressed yeah. of, hey. Ray McDonald. Ray McDonald. Ray McDonald. He, he's stand-up a, citizen. He paid for his own airfare to get here. That's a model citizen. And let, well, me, let me make some bad news for those rooting for Jim Harbaugh to get the job. It's not going to happen as long as Ted Phillips is empowered and this is what happens when you treat players the way the Bears did historically when Harbaugh was drafted in 87 and throughout his run you remember the preseason game when he did the flyby in a Colts uniform against the Bears that wasn't a comment necessarily toward Dave Wanstead or his ex-teammates as it was the organization he knew he had teammates who took shots to play football on Sunday and they were going to argue about $50,000 at the end of the year that's the Ted way and Jim is not first of all he can't afford to pay cut you think the Bears are going to match what he's making at Michigan? Yeah, no, no way. Is it a better job than Michigan? I'm not convinced it is. I, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> no, not for Jim Harbaugh. It's not. This is right. not a plum job anymore. This is not a. They all say it. John Fox said it a few years. Like, Charter franchise bear down. Guess what? A lot of guys know the the bloom is off the rose. I think it is a good job if you believe in Mitch Trubisky, and that's what the Bears are going to find out when they talk to Josh McDaniels, when they talk to Pat Shermer, uh, you know, even when they talk to George Edwards, the defensive coordinator from the Vikings tomorrow. You know, you're going to get some pretty good reconnaissance about what everybody thinks about your guy, and if 
they can find a quarterback's coach who thinks that he can be, you know, a top 12, top 15 quarterback, I think it is attractive. I think in a way it's more attractive than the Giants, you know, where you don't have that. It might be more attractive than the Colts. I love Andrew Luck. Definitely the Cardinals. Yeah, I love Andrew Luck. If Andrew Luck's not healthy, I mean, that's, I mean, they're worse than the Cardinals at that point. You know, the Cardinals, if you have a true believer in Trubisky, Spelled T-R-U, believer, of course. There you uh, go. If you have a true believer, I think it's a pretty okay job. Yeah, it's an okay job. But, I mean, the way Ryan Pace sold Mitch Trubisky the other day, it was like he was looking at a guy that wasn't just going to be like a good quarterback, a top third quarterback. Franchise. That was, he was, the way he described him and the way he described how the Bears' job has changed in the past year because of number 10 was as if you have one of those like three or four here, three three years from now, four years from now. No pressure, Like a top kid. three or top We're four quarterback. You. Like it was looked at like not just a franchise guy, you are – Perennial pro no, I bowler actually, leading to the playoffs I like on an Trubisky. annual basis. I think he has a chance to be a really, really good quarterback. Now, I'm not saying he's Aaron Rodgers, but a well, very solid quarterback. Notice that. Yes. Um, <laughs> jury's out. It, nobody can say. But there's things that are bothersome. Uh, his pocket presence didn't get better to me. And, and Shep's right. Pace talked about him taking care of the football. No, he didn't. He didn't protect the football. He, he threw dangerously. Um, he was reckless. He's a rookie, and he doesn't have a whole lot of help. I understand all those things. But it's way too early to rush to judgment on Mitch Trubisky. I think, I think we can all agree he's probably not going to stink. Is he going to be special? I don't know. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, it's apples and oranges. Jimmy's four years older. Jimmy Garoppolo is special. You saw that. You know, Deshaun Watson is special. Is Mitch going to be on that list ever? I don't know. You know, but... You wish you could say after 12 starts that you felt a little more magic. Case Keenum is special <laughs> yeah. at $2 million a year. And if you can make you Case give 18 Keenum. 18 to Glennon. Yeah, I mean, Case Keenum had a better passer yeah. rating than Aaron Rodgers. By the way, thanks to all the meatballs voting on our poll question. <laughs> uh, Ditka gets 78%. Case Keenum's got a better passer rating than Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if Pat Shermer isn't canonized well, for that. That's also right. part of the, yeah. Okay, here's that's a question for you. Will this next head coach. Before he either dies, quits, or is fired by the Bears, will he take this team to the playoffs? To the playoffs? Play, That's playoffs? how low the bar is. Bear down, huh? Do they have um, to win a playoff <laughs> game or just the playoffs? Man, I, I'm going to say yes on the playoffs. I, you couldn't have gotten out the L in Super Bowl before I said no if you asked me that question. But, yeah, I think there's a chance. I mean, right. Hope's, hope's a good thing, Andy Dufresne once told good, me. That's exactly right. <laughs> Do they make the playoffs? I, I don't think they make the playoffs in the next two years. And what that means to me is that Ryan Pace's extension means absolutely nothing because if he's here for five years and doesn't have a playoff under his belt, then everyone's calling for his head then. Unless they and live then, in Cincinnati. Well, right. But <laughs> say that that uh, ends up happening worse. they don't make it in two years, years, then that no puts, playoff the, wins and he that got puts the potential head coach right on the chopping block two, two years from now. So I'd say no. I, I think probably yes, but, you know, that's a needle. To, that's going to be a hard needle to thread because you've got the Vikings who are really good. I mean, the Vikings defense is, you know, unbelievably good this year. You've got the Packers who are the Packers. They're firing every assistant they have, but they still have Aaron Rodgers. How are you going to beat either of those two teams? I mean, and then you've got the Lions who, if they get the right coach in, you know, can Matthew Stafford's really good quarterback. I mean, the Bears are distant fourth, and I don't think they can make up even to third this year coming up, regardless of who they hire. All right. Hey, did you know that Jake Arrieta is still a free agent? Baseball offseason has ground to a halt. Cubs are still in place. The former Cy Young winner. Are four years too much or just right? 
Hi, guys. I'm Tara Lipinski. And I'm Johnny Weir. Guess what, Johnny? What? The Winter Olympics are right around the corner. And what does that mean? That means we get to see Sean White, Michaela Schifrin, and other top Team USA athletes conquer fresh snow and ice this February on NBC. So make sure you're ready. Sign up for NBC Sports and Olympics emails by texting POD to 66866. Or you can visit NBCOlympics.com slash newsletters to receive the latest athlete updates, giveaways, and more. Message and data rates may apply. Winter is here. All right, let's talk about Jake Arietta. Reportedly, the Cardinals, the Cubs, possibly a handful of others, willing to go four years. He wants six or more. Yikes. So my question for you, Shep, is would you give Jake Arietta four years and 110? Would you give him more? Anything it takes, where are you? Four years, yeah. Six years, no. Because I think that's one, even, and I'm, I'm still curious what you, Darvish, is going to get, what he what he's being offered elsewhere, because I still like him over a four-year window than I like Arietta for the next four years. So I, all dependent on that, I'm more open to four years of Arietta than I am to six. Six is an absolute no. You've got a chance to win a few more World Series with this core. Jake Arietta can be a component of that. Four years from now? I don't even trust two years from now, but who cares? I'd rather get Darvish. Who cares? If he winds up being a reliable number three starter, I mean, is that where he's at at this point in his I career? I would you, yeah. That's kind of what you're looking at with Jake Arietta. He labored a lot Okay, on the staff year. that they have right now, Lester's better. Hendricks is better. Quintana better be better for what you paid. <laughs> he's your number four. Yeah. So that's well, a long term. You, have to, you, you also have to take into <laughs> yes, consideration I mean, with know. that of just what John Lester is going to be. Because John Lester, he buckled up for the playoffs last year. John Lester was not good. He didn't have last a great year last year. Whatsoever. And if that's a sign of things to come with him, then you have to also compensate for whatever loss. So if I told you, you could have you, Darvish, or Jake. I think I'd have Jake because it's the devil you know, number one. Uh, you know, Jake has only been great as a Cub. He wasn't at his previous stop. I'm not sure I would bet on Jake on another team. But here, even with the pitching coach change, I think I believe in him more. In terms of the contract, I'd, I'd pay him whatever he wanted if it could be four years or three years. It's, you know, I would overpay by $20 million total if it's a four-year deal versus having to go six years. It's only money. The Cubs print money, and the Cubs have this window to win. Six years from now, I don't know whether they'll be in that window, but they sure as hell will in the next three or four. Yeah, I think you also have to consider with next year's free agent class, Machado, Harper, it's the biggest thing baseball, see free agency-wise, do you take yourself out of consideration with some of those stars that you might realistically chase otherwise? Uh, you, Darvish, is my answer to your question. I, I, I'll take a, an arm that hasn't been as abused as, as Arietta's had. Um, I, I know there are questions about his performances when it matters most in October. But I'm willing to roll dice on a guy who I, I, he's younger. I, I, I think he's, he's got more going for him for the next three or four years than Arietta would. But I don't really care about the back end of a four-year deal. If you win the World Series in 18 and Jake Arietta's your number four guy, you don't care congratulations. About the other there, there are people right. who argue that Jason Hayward was worth it because they won the World Series. If Jason Hayward can be worth it because of the World Series, Everybody is worth it if you win the World Series. Hey, this season, the one goal for the Blackhawks might be just to make the playoffs. Blackhawks are currently dead last in the loaded Central Division. Will Danny Mack and I be paying for playoff tickets this season? 
Chicago Sports Talk with Sizzle. Crank up the heat and turn on STL. On NBC Sports Chicago, host David Kaplan brings his no-nonsense opinion to the table in a half hour on the topics that are trending with our teams. We got the most mismanaged basketball team no, no. in the history of the world. world. Which franchise made the gutsiest draft day move? I think Pac wanted to do this, and he finally got his way. Sports Talk Live, presented by the Chevy Silverado. Weeknights at 6 on NBC Sports Chicago. Don't forget, Bulls look down their two-game slide tonight. Hope they don't. When they host a red-hot Raptors team. Bulls pregame live is just mere minutes away. Neil and Stacey at the call at 7 on NBC Sports Chicago, streaming on the NBC Sports app. All right, Blackhawks struggling in a big way. They are dead last in their division. Will they make the playoffs, Patrick? I'm less concerned about that than I am about the next three years that they have here. I mean, they're not in a good salary cap situation. Theoretically, their players are only, their older guys are not going to get any better. I mean, if not now, then what happens? Yeah, I think it's time. Uh, the Hawks are in a watershed right now. They really are at a critical point in this era. You have to make some very difficult decisions. And if one of those decisions is, I've gotten Jonathan Taves to everything I can get out of him, uh, I know a lot of Blackhawks fans would loathe the idea of him in a Toronto Maple Leafs uniform or somewhere else. But now might be the best time to deal him if you he can do it. He gets knocked off the puck all the time. And I'm not just pointing. Taves is the first guy I bring up because let's start with the guy who wears the crown, right? Heavy is the head, I was once told. <laughs> That's Vic, Vic Fangio. Yes. He knows all about it. I think you Darvish will come if the Bears keep Vic Fangio. <gasps> They have to make a decision as to whether or not they trust the young guys enough to log more minutes because they're still – Keith and Seabrook are still one and two on the team in minutes played. Don can't play 24 minutes a night anymore. Seabrook is playing 20 minutes a night. That's too much because the younger guys haven't really stepped up and earned that. And right now that Connor Murphy acquisition looks Awful. really bad, doesn't <laughs> it? Give me the Swedish warrior, Stan. Ooh. You know what? He's going to lose some. He's been a great general manager, but right now it looks like he lost that one. I would think if they don't make the playoffs, Stan Bowman will be the guy that goes before Joel. Really? Yes. I'd go the opposite also, side on I that. I cannot let How do you fire pass? a Hall of Fame coach for an executive who's paying Thomas Yurko? Where is he? Not the here. The executive that got you three he's Stanley Cups. sleep with no. Carmen every day. No. <laughs> the Stanley Cups were the core that was here when Dale Talon drafted them. Was part of the core that was here. I'll keep he the also coach. had to Yeah, also had to get rid of an entire roster after 2010, rebuild it by 2013, and win a Stanley Cup with that, then yeah. repeat and I'll do the keep same the thing. Coach and I'll fire Damn near do it in 2014. Not even Patrick, Patrick, I know you're dying. To get I mean, no, the moment, but this guy, this the guy is, is discrediting Stan Bowman. <laughs> right. This guy is taking was, away the things that Stan Bowman did. He cleaned up some of Dale's mess. I loved 19, but Stan had a lot of work so to do. So you're telling me you would keep Stan over Joel? Yes. Absolutely. No shot. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Let yeah. this guy out. I was word. just going to point out that Vic Fangio's nickname is Lord Fangio. <laughs> I don't know whether you do that. That's, he hoists him above your head. That was his nickname at Stanford. When you talk about the head that wears the crown, I was there with Lord, but it's past. All right, we're out of time. How do they get your podcast? Uh, you can do it where you get usual podcast things. Dan McNeil unsupervised. Apple Podcast, it's very easy to do. Just push play. Hey, thanks for listening to the Sports Talk Live podcast. Remember to watch the show weekdays on CSN and visit csnchicago.com for previous episodes of the podcast and all the latest sports news and highlights.